0: Welcome to Season 2 of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman. If you haven't already, go check out my new website. You can view the latest episode, fan favorites, and even submit a question to our future guests. You can visit the website at letstalkwrestlingpodcast.my.canva.site. You can also find the link in the show notes. The song you just heard is a rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner, sang by Kaylee Bachman, who happens to be the niece of the next guest on the show, Jeremy Newhouse. Jeremy was a two-time state qualifier for MFO Marmac and was the Bulldogs' first-ever state champion. Jeremy wrestled for a bit at UNI before focusing on his studies. He was recently inducted into the Bulldog Wrestling Hall of Fame this past January. Jeremy now lives in Anamosa with his wife and has three pretty cool daughters. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy Jeremy Newhouse. I, I told you you know I watched you your state title match.
1: you had a slick duck under to win it you know oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. you you know what's funny about that that move and and here's what I'd tell kids all the time too that you're right, that duck under it was uh it, it was a fun moment and stuff. The funny thing is though, is that you know I didn't use the duck under a lot. Right. So, I mean, I, I, you know, when I was a freshman in high school, I I hit a duck under on a senior to beat a senior when I was a freshman, but otherwise I hadn't hit another duck under until the state finals. And, And it's just that, you know, every day in practice, you know, you, you, you know, you practice and practice and practice different things. Right. And I could hit the duck under anytime, but like it wasn't a, um, but you know, that's why you practice it because mm-hmm. you never know when you're going to need it and so like i always think about like with kids repetition and they go through and it's like oh god we've worked on this a hundred times already and we've done this but you know that's why you that's why you do those things right so that mm-hmm. when the big moment comes it it, it just it, it comes and so that that's uh um so i'll tell you a kind of an interesting thing and this is this is where uh I think that, um, goal setting and, and things like that is so important Mm -hmm. on different things. So when I was in 10th grade, a sophomore, I took this, this literature class, right. And, um, we had to write poems and different things, right. Well, Mm -hmm. I wrote out this poem and, and it's kind of foreshadowing, but as I wrote it out and did this thing and then turned in the paper and I received it back later on or whatnot, I wrote about wrestling. And about a thing, and I wrote about you know uh, senior year state tournament winning it, and basically you know essentially doing a duck under <laughs> to win the to to win the state title,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: And, and here, you know, I hadn't even seen that paper till after the state tournament, and then my folks had had uh, you know had it uh, made up on a, a picture type thing
2: mm-hmm. and
1: had it all written out you know, back from 10th grade of what I talked about. And it's really weird because it kind of followed, you know, what, you know, what I'd said. So I don't know, just those things are, uh, it's important. And I, uh, you know, even this, this weekend when I was up at Monona or MFL there and, in at the tournament, you know, I talked about like, um, you know, uh, you know, just visualization, things like that is, you know, it's really important.
0: But yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. What a story, you know? Um, I, I was listening to a podcast um, from a national champion. His name is Jay Jaggers. Uh, He wrestled for Ohio state. And in his national finals, he got hurt in like the last 30 seconds and he really had to go to like, he was hurt pretty bad. And he said he visualized all the different scenarios. And one of them was how he had to gut out, you know, he got really hurt and he had to really push through. And so since then, that was also something I've started like, yeah, you really got to believe that stuff and, and visualize it and think of all these scenarios so that when it happens, you're not
1: shocked by the moment, you know? You're right. You're right about that. I mean, I, I think, uh, um, you know i think it holds true for actually wrestling and life and different things you know like now in sales and stuff i mean thinking about through what what you're gonna um you know what that call might go go like or where it's gonna go or what's gonna happen and where it could you know take you and you know if it goes here here's where you go it goes here and it's kind of like wrestling too right so I, i think when i was younger you look at kids and it's like some kids might look up at the bracket back in the day and go, Ooh, ooh, God, you know, I have this kid, let's see if I, if I get beat here, here's where I go. Well, you know, it's just a, it's not a good mentality. I mean, you have to, you know, you have to believe you're going to win every single match, every time you step foot on the mat. Right. So I think that, um, um, on the visualization part of it, I think important too, you know, I used to, uh, run, I mean, I would visualize and picture myself standing at the top of the stand. Really? Right. And, um, you know, uh, in the belief, that, um, you know, if, if you truly believe, whether you do or you don't, but I, like if you truly believe that you, you you know, train harder than anybody else, right? And you truly believe that and you're doing extra, more than just the practice room and you, mm-hmm. you're, you're out training everybody, it, it, um, I think that goes a long ways too. And whether you are out training everybody or not, it just, it, it goes a long ways.
0: Yeah, is that... So are you saying that was kind of what your mentality was throughout your high school career as you started to progress, you know, because you didn't make a state tournament until your your junior year. So, you know, you had this setting and this mindset, but, you know, it kind of took you a long way to 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 get there, you know. So you probably had some bumps along the way and some doubt along the way where you're like, man, am I doing enough, you know.
1: So, Kelby, it's interesting you say that. You're right about that. I think I didn't get to that point soon enough or early enough as you went through. I mean, I remember, uh, Hmm. you know, coming in as a freshman and um, you know, I, uh, you know, you know, most pins on the team and doing all that stuff. And, um, but you know, Doug Martin was my head wrestling coach. Right. And, And we, we would visit and stuff and he'd say, Hey, you're, you're, you're right there. You're right at the top. Just, I mean, but I was beating, you know, the kids I was supposed to beat, I would beat a fairly good kid, you know, as you went through, but like your top tier. So like, I'll use this as an example, you know, I, um, you know, my, uh, you know, freshman year, you know, I got, um, you know, I got beat by the guy who took uh, you know, third in state, right. As we went through, but I, I just, I think mentally I, I wasn't where I needed to be at that point. Now, now my sophomore year coming in my sophomore year was a little bit different. It took me, it took me a little bit, you know, my, uh, you know, um, to get that mindset of, you know, uh, rankings don't mean anything. Uh, it's the opportunity to wrestle someone really good. You know, I think I was really in my head the first year as we went through when you, you know, get a top ranked guy. Right. And I just sure. wasn't there quite yet. And, um, you know, my uh, my sophomore year, we went through, you know, I want, you know, um, went through sectionals, um, you know, um, uh, won my sectionals, went, went into districts. And I ended up getting beat by the guy who um, won state and then also the guy who uh, uh, took sixth in state. And I knew. Yeah, I knew the guy who uh, uh, took sixth in state um, I knew what he had for, a, a, you know, uh, his move, his go-to move and things like that. But I think what happened that year is I, I looked and, you know, um, I listened to everybody else all the time on everything that I need to do and should do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, and when I went out there, um, when I look back on that, I didn't, I didn't wrestle my match. I, I mean, I was trying to maybe, uh, um, you know um I didn't wrestle my own match I I I think I let too much get in the way you know and so anyhow got beat that year and so then I came into my junior year and um you know my junior year I uh won sectionals one district right went you know went on to state I mean in the um you know uh, actually the, the guy that one of the guys I beat out my junior year ended up winning state two the following year Oh right. So and yeah. he, he never he never went to state and he went on to be a national champion too. But um oh, who was that? Yeah. Um it was uh 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 let me think. He wrestled for uh um Friedoff, Jeff Friedoff. He wrestled for uh Luther, Luther College. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. And um he took wow. third in dis- districts that year, but he he wanted at 52 the following year but anyhow, I went down, I went down to the state tournament then. And, um, you know, I wrestled really good in districts. If I would have wrestled like that at the state tournament, it it probably would have been a different result. But my first match, I, you know, got beat by a point in the first match, um, in the second match, pinned the kid third match at state, you know, I got beat by a point again. And, um, and honestly, that was probably one of the best things, even though I didn't place and I had beaten guys that had placed that year, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it was the best thing that might've happened to me along my journey though, because, uh, um, you know, mentally I, uh, um, you know, it, it, it just, it reset my mindset maybe coming for the following year. So even when I talked to coaches and different things coming forward, I said, told them, I said, I'm going to win state. And they said, well, what makes you say that? Because you Mm -hmm. didn't, you, you know, you, you didn't place this year. I said, no, I said, i oh. I said, I'm going to win it. Right. And we, we went through and I think it, you know, I look at like uh, takedowns and standups of being just so important where I did takedowns and standups, but I also did a lot more mat wrestling, which is all right. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, um, I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, that's where it's one is on your feet. And, and if, if nobody can hold you down and you can take someone down, you that's where a lot of it's won. So it was good for me. Um, going into my senior year, Mm -hmm. Kelby, I, um, you know, I, uh, you know, I had a moment there to tell you the truth. I, uh, you know, I, uh, um, I got beat by uh, one kid that year, you know? Um, and the funny thing is, is him and I wrestled all the way through high school every year okay I beat him my freshman sophomore junior year he placed in state his junior year and then my senior year he beat me and um and it's just the way it works so what's weird is that you know senior year I won each of the tournaments but um uh in the conference tournament I took second yep so I did a tough time to lose and and it was it was a really um again looking back probably the best thing that happened to me at that moment because, um, you know, this kid, his name was Chris Smith wrestled for Sumner, mm-hmm. right. He, um, went on to be a two-time all American placed in the nation a couple of times. He, um, you know, he, uh, in college, but he, uh, um, that match, I wasn't finishing my takedowns like I needed to. And so, you know, I got beat and, you know, I'll say this for wrestlers, you know, you know, the late Al Wright. Okay. One of the guys that helped a lot of kids out through my high school over time, I remember feeling a little sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. Got done, right. Got done wrestling and thought, wow, you know, all this time, right. And and didn't even win the conference title. right. Right. And I sat down and I remember him leaning down to me and that's where it changed. And it's funny how words can impact someone differently. But he leaned down and he just said, he goes, um, you know, listen, he says, Would you rather win a conference title or a state title?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, No, I said a state title. And he said, That's that's get it done. And, you know, at that at that moment, you know, I knew in practice, like I didn't want to be taken down by anybody in practice. Mm-hmm. And I want to, you know, it it just changed my mindset of where it was. So I think those things ups and downs in life can have a, have a, you know, it's um wrestling teaches you a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: right teaches you the great things that happen and team team stuff but also i feel like you know you, you know you have some uh you know moments where things don't go the way you want them to go and honestly life's like that too right there's some things that go great and there's some things that are you have those moments so i feel like i feel like that that was uh you know that that played a big you know just little things like that
2: yeah
0: yeah wow hmm that can prepare you that, that moment, you know, it wasn't your moment at conference, you know, but it prepared you for your moment at state, you know, did you wrestle him at at
1: state or was he on the opposite side of the bracket? Yeah. So, you know what, funny thing is he was on the opposite side. Mm -hmm. We both came up and we both made it to the semifinals. Mm -hmm. And then he got beat by the guy I beat in the finals by a point. He got beat. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I I was really looking forward to us to meeting up head to head in the, Mm -hmm. in the finals. Um, but, it, but the guy I wrestled was, I mean, it was, he was great too. And it, it and everything worked out good, but it just, uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, but he was, a, he was a heck of a wrestler too. I mean, um, Chris was, and so,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I kind of remember that story a little bit. I remember the name Chris Smith, you know, when I looked at your bracket, I was like that name, that just something about that name and that, where he was from, I was like, but that rings a bell, but, um, you know, when you were talking about how your, your sophomore year, I think it was your sophomore year. Um, you got, you knew that kid's move. Yep. Um, and he, he, what was it? Was it was at districts. You knew his yep. move. Um, I feel like that happened in your state finals match. Cause you got tossed to your back. I did. And I was like, Oh man, like you were, that ref may have been a different position. He may have called a pin you know, but you fought hard. And then he, cause he went for that same move, like pretty much the rest of the match, you know, he had double overs and he just, it was a nice trip. Like it was pretty slick move and he went for that and you made an adjustment, you know, you adjusted where I feel like in that your sophomore year, you were still developing and still having you know trouble adjusting mid match where as your senior year, I was watching that match. I'm like, wow, you adjusted and, that, that led into you, I feel hitting that duck under to win, you know? So just it did the growth, even just hearing the growth, you know, for two years, that was, that's pretty cool. It's pretty special, I guess.
1: Yeah. It, it, it was a pretty, it was a pretty neat moment. I mean, I think you have to, you have to believe no matter what us, you know, I think that, um, you know, funny thing is when you talk about back to that finals match, do you know when I went out to a six, two lead, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. Um, you took them down I, three times you right know? i i actually thought in my head for a moment right um and you look back on things me and i want it you know i probably don't i mean i think about it every once in a while but i don't yeah. not as much if i weren't i'd probably stick with me pretty hard <laughs> a, lot, yeah, a yeah. lot more you know and i um after the first period i remember walking over to doug martin and i thought in my head you know what i can maybe tech fall this guy yeah <laughs> i mean i I, I was in the other thing that, you know, I would, I do differently on it, but like, is I wanted to make sure that I never, and it was just a goofy thing, but sometimes it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. is I want to make sure I didn't get a, a stalling call on yeah. Me yeah. because I, I want to be an aggressor all the time. And so even when I got tripped that time and I mm-hmm. went to my, you know, I got, taken to my back there you know i i was close enough to the out of bounds i should have just backed right out of bounds and if i had to taken the stalling but i was so set that i was not going to get a stalling call that i i and you know but it it is it was what it was and like Mm -hmm. you said i adjusted then i knew what he was you know trying to go for and do and, and made the adjustments um you know uh yeah, it, it it was a neat it was a it was a neat moment. I remember in the semifinals, I'll tell this story. You know, my mom and dad were always huge, huge supporters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, talked a lot about goal setting, pushing yourself, you know, through things. Uh, just, uh, um, but in the semis, I remember coming off the mat after winning the semifinal match and uh, walking over. My mom said to me, she said, "Oh my gosh," she says, "Just think," she said, "The worst you can do now is second. And I said to her, I said, I didn't come this far to get second place. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, and I feel like it's just a mental, it's a mindset. Right. Um, and you just it's a mindset you have to have. And sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't, but mm-hmm. but you you have to have the mindset and the belief, you know, because the kid I wrestled had state record in pens, he, you know, undefeated. And um, I'm I'm sure people, you know, probably expected him to win it. But I think that, um, you know, in that one time, even when you talk about things before, you know, I was, um, you know, I was ranked third. And then when I, after I got beat in that conference finals, I dropped out of the rankings. Wow. Was Chris you know, ranked? Yeah, he was, but hmm. it's just that we had, Oh God, I can't remember. You know, we probably had, Oh, at least five kids in my bracket that came in undefeated. Oh, wow. So, you know, it, um, it you know, it's just, it, it was what it was. But then I go back to, again, rankings really don't mean anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. It's, it, 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 it's about when you get out there and do do what you do. And um, I know I'm jumping all over here, but Kelby, I'll tell you this one other story one time about Doug Martin before my senior year. mm-hmm. I, came love, in that, I love Doug Martin stories. Yes, you're right. I, I came in and this was a moment that, you know, sticks with me too on different things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was before the seasons and uh, my senior year, I cut 18 pounds to get down to my weight. Wow. Right. And um, I was debating about going 52 or 145 pounds. Okay. And uh, I went in and talked to Doug about it. hmm you know, I don't know what to do. You know, I, you know, do I just go to 52 or do I try to cut all the way down to 45? And he made the comment to me. He said, um, well, he says, I'm going to, it's up to you. He said, I'm going to tell you a story though. He said, "Um, Mike Meyer, another wrestler from Mm -hmm. the school, right. who took fourth in state came to him and he goes, you know, he was debating between 45 and 52. And he's like, I'm just going to go to 52. And he said, Jeremy, said, if he would have went to 45, he would have won state. He said, so it's up to you. You can go to 52 or you can go to fort Right. And, you know, and it was just when you think as a coach, it was probably a good thing mentally, the way he did it. He didn't say, hey, you have to, but he, but he's, he's like, listen, yeah." and so anyhow, that's, I was like, okay, I'll go to 45. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what, what did it. You know,
0: funny that that's, that story, you know, you were between 45 and 52 and we, we talked about this guy, you know, who got third place at 52 that year? Who's that? Benji Silver. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and you know, I, I also looked at the, the result, not the results, but um, the, the place winners at your bracket, they were all seniors. Yep. So, you know, how do I say this? your your bracket was, I think, pretty stacked, you know, like, I mean, all seniors, you said, how many five undefeated kids? Yeah, and Jeremy Newhouse comes out on top. like I wrote down after watching the match, you know, I even got because this was the first time I watched it. I even got a little bit of chills watching it after you hit. like, I watched the Duck under probably five times, you know. It, And yeah, I got some chills watching it. So I can only imagine, you know, what you felt in the moment as well. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was definitely one of those things that you'll, you'll take with you for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, you know, um, and you really hope that, that maybe your kids get a chance to have some of those moments of different things of their Mm -hmm. own glory on some of their own things. And, um, but it, yeah, it was it was really, uh, really neat. And I you look back on things and you make it makes you appreciate like even like on some of the podcasts you do with different people, all the uh, you know, just uh, all the coaches and people that have such an impact on kids lives. Like, like real impact, like words, uh, you know, the, the mental, I mean, you know, I look at all these coaches, you know, they put hours and hours of time. I look back on my coaches like Dale Eckard and, you know, Al Reitz and, uh, you know, Doug Martin and Dave Long and things like that. And just, you know, you, you spend, they spend hours. Right. And they they get, they don't get paid a ton of money to do that Mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, they're volunteering their time, but without without coaches like that, you you just, um, you know, a lot of kids wouldn't accomplish what they get. And so I'm, you know, very, very thankful and um, very thankful.
0: Yeah. I think you kind of said that in your hall of fame speech, because, you know, we were talking, you got inducted into the wrestling hall of fame, second year of the wrestling hall of fame from for Um and that's what you kind of wrote in your, did you write out a speech? You know, I did. Yeah. I, I I think you touched on that a little bit, you know, in your speech, you know, about all the coaches and, and Al Reich's like, he was just a wrestling, you know, somebody who just loved the sport, you know, You're so right. like you said, he wasn't getting paid anything to come around and, and coach and sit uh-huh. down. Do you want, you lost your conference title, you know, like,
1: no, nothing, and most of the time wasn't even in the room uh, in the high school room, right? When I was, okay. there, I mean, like it, we would do it after hours. Uh, you know, when I was probably mm, trying to think, maybe my, uh, can't remember if I was already a sophomore or junior at some. what I mean, right around that age, you know, my dad, uh, you know, we put a wrestling mat in our basement, oh, and perfect. and yep, and then okay. uh, and then uh, you know Al Reichs would uh, come over and, and we, we'd wrestle or we'd practice down there. Wow. And, and, um, yeah, so, I mean, he you're right. He did a lot of things that were just, you know, it was usually either after a practice or before a practice or just, you know, did that. I remember, uh, after the, uh, oh, can't must've been my sophomore junior year, you know, it was, uh, maybe it was even after my sophomore year after districts there, you know, we went over to his house and with with the coaches and, you know, we watched the the movie Vision Quest. <laughs> and You know, <laughs> just the classic and, you know, just conversations, just just really good memories. I mean, that just, you know, um, um, fun things, you know, in our wrestling room, we had Doug Martin, who he always kept things pretty light. Mm-hmm. And at that time we had a guy by the name of Dave long and Dave long was kind of a Sergeant. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, but between the two of them, it made a good mixture and For sure. uh, I'd go home, and I'd wrestle with my dad. Some, you know, we, we, you know, we'd, uh, um, not, not hard once I got up there. Right. And stuff, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'd go over some things and he you know, so, you know, everybody, plays a, you know, has a moment and that, mm. that made everything possible. So,
0: wow. Tom, Tom would roll around with you,
1: huh? Yeah. Yeah. He did. <laughs> wow. He did. He actually, he actually, uh you know, he um you know, he won conference. And so he, you know, he, yeah, we talked about different things, you know, he, he's the one who taught me uh like uh you know, my dad on uh, kind of the wizard, with the Mm -hmm. wizard series, even though I learned it in high school practice, you know, um, you know, taught me to, you know, be more offensive, not look at it as a defensive move, like how you, how you can turn it into an offensive move and defense both, but really use it for offense. So I, uh, um, yeah. So I mean, matter of fact, I, you know, in the semifinals, I, I I threw the kid off the wizard.
0: I was going to say, I thought you tried or
1: you almost threw
0: the, uh, with Clint, right. The yep, senior, Clint. senior finals. Yeah. I think you almost threw him in it and you guys were just out of bounds, but yep. so that makes sense. Cause it was off a wizard or, you know, somewhat of a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Just yeah. A lot of different things that stick with someone. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I, I grew up and I was still quite a bit younger, but with like a uh, Josh, you know, um, Josh and, uh, Justin, yes. they were still quite a bit older, but they were basketball players, you know? Okay. And, um, Stacy, I think played basketball too, you know? So like that kind of sticks with me. So to try to envision the other side of the new house family wrestling, you know, like I'm like, <laughs> it is a little, little more difficult, but, um, I didn't know Tom was a conference champ and that he wrestled and all this.
1: Yeah. And you know, his, his senior year, Dave Sanger was his wrestling coach. No kidding! Wow, yeah, yeah, and um, you know the funny thing—you know, funny thing about like basketball and stuff. Actually, I loved wrestling, but I—if I could have done basketball and wrestling, I probably would have done both. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed that too, and I—matter uh, um, of fact, I entered myself in a three-on-three basketball oh, tournament after wrestling, and <laughs> myself and these, myself and the two other guys won the tournament. Oh my gosh! So it's kind of
0: a, kind of a fun, <laughs> just something fun, fun. To yeah. Do. That's funny. Cause normally, normally you're either a basketball player or you're a wrestler. Like yeah. it's really unique to find somebody who can do both because normally yeah. you know, wrestler shots are just hysterical to watch, but yeah.
1: wow. Yeah. What else did you do? What other, did you do? Any other sports? Yeah. Yeah. I played, fo- played football. So I, um, you know, uh, I was a linebacker in football and then I was, uh, you know, I was a right pulling guard and mind I you, I was pretty small for, I was uh, going to say on the line, but, uh, but you know what? Um, but it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I, I, I did the, uh, I was the kickoff guy. Mm-hmm. So I did kickoffs and, you know, you know, at a small school you you, you kind of do everything. So, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was fun. And then I also did, I I did golf. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. Were you any good? Uh, You know what? I was probably an average golfer, to be honest. I mean, enough to be on the varsity, you know, average, probably like a 42, um, you know, but not, not good enough to ever compete to go to state. Yeah. Do you golf now? I do, but very, very rare. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. In the last um, ten years, you know i might have I might have only gone out ten times, so <laughs> okay once a year all right yeah <laughs> um was your football team any good? Our football team wasn't very good no no, no we yeah. we um you know we actually uh God, we had kind of a crazy thing we started off with pulse was ranked yeah right we we got beat we got beat and um that first game by six, and then all of a sudden we had some kids get in trouble and they quit the team and we had our running back get his leg caught in an auger. Oh, and, shoot, really? Yeah. And that took him out. And so, you know, things kind of fell apart.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So there was some potential there that just unfortunately didn't
1: happen. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, that year, I, you know, you talk about injuries and different things, you know, dislocated my thumb, you know, mm. in football and then, uh, um, yeah. So, but then came out of it. certainly. Yeah. But, Huh. Did you you didn't have to have surgery or anything? No, no. Just uh you know sat out a couple games, you know, slid back up in the position and um and just and then I was then I was fine. So Yeah. Okay, it, good. It, so it didn't affect you like wrestling at all? No, it didn't. Nope? Okay. No, no, nice. yeah, you're right. Yep. And so I uh but you know, with wrestling and stuff, Kelby, you know, you beforehand, you know, you visit a little bit about college things like that too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went on to wrestle for the university of Northern Iowa
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I didn't, I didn't stick with it real long. You know, I, uh, I had uh, uh coach, uh, uh, Don Briggs and Joe Greenlee at that time and, mm-hmm. and both great guys. I mean, um, you know, honestly, if I could have just focused on wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, then, you know, I think that I could have, done something maybe but like it but uh you know uh coming in i had some different things happen that i was uh um, made me think a lot more and what i mean by that is what i mean by that is this i commend anybody who does uh you know goes on to collegiate wrestling and do that i i commend them they're uh it's a lot between school and in the in the sport right and um for me there was probably two things of why I didn't necessarily stick with it there. Um, I lo- I like the guys in the team and I liked, uh, um, it was fun to be part of it, but, um, you know, the two things for me is when I came in, it took me a little bit to, uh, of time to adjust for school mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. Yeah. see so, you know, We have those weed out classes. I was a business major, mm-hmm. um, as you come through and, um, it, it just study habits and it just took me, some time that first semester you know to uh to make to adjust and then the other thing that happened to me is like it happens to a lot of wrestlers and even listen to your podcast is interesting different people's stories but you know um that first semester there I shot in on a kid um in practice and uh, caught my neck wrong and I was in a a, a neck brace for about two weeks and, wow. and and I couldn't move my neck and um you know, uh, um, during that time, um, it made me think a lot about, you know, the, uh, that, you know, just everything, right. You know, mm-hmm. and longer later in life and had some conversations with the folks and just some different things. And I, it, it just made me think. And I, um, so probably between that and the school aspect, I just made the decision that, um, you know, I needed to focus more on my studies
0: Yeah,
1: and, and, and with wrestling, but, you know, we'd get up in the morning, we'd lift at 6.00 AM. We'd be out by seven, seven We'd be in class at eight, you know, mm-hmm. back to practice at, you know, three o'clock, you know, we'd run to five, five 30, then maybe run some dome steps. Um, and, um, and, and then come back and study and do all that. I just, it, um, you know, yeah, really good experience. But for mm-hmm. me, I had to, I felt like, you know, I between, making a choice between studies and wrestling Mm -hmm. and also uh, um, and with, you know, just, you know, the neck thing, injury part of it, I uh, just opted to focus just on my studies.
0: Yeah. You know, I think, you know, listening to that, it just seems like, you know, hurting your neck kind of put like a pause on some things and allowed you to just kind of take a step back and breathe and be like, all right. You know, if you didn't get hurt, you might've, you know, might've been a different story. You might've tried to figure out a way to do it, but this kind of allowed you to take a step back and be like, all right, let's, let's really rationally think about this. You know, yeah, right. I commend people too, who do it. I wrestlers, whatever athletes, just, it's a lot. It's a drastic change right away from high school. Right away. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you come as a freshman and they're like, okay, let's work your way. And no, no,
1: Yeah. And, you know, you get in there and, and, um, you know, the biggest change I noticed actually, you know, in the room is that I didn't feel like when I walked in, like my technique was that far off. Right. I mean, like I I was there, you know, the biggest thing is that, you know, you come out of high school and I never really felt like where I went, wow, you know, this kid's that, you know, that much stronger than me. I mean, I felt I was just as strong, but like when you come in as a freshman there, um, you know, I had some work to do too. I mean, I, I could tell that like, uh, even, uh, uh, you know, power wise and strength wise, mm-hmm. you, you know, there were kids in the room a lot stronger. Yeah. It, and you, uh, um, even though within the first two months, you know, you, you know, I went up and, you know, gained 30 pounds on bench and you gained, you know, you just, you, you're working out hard, you, you know, there's, uh, you know, between both, the, yeah, you
3: know
1: it you know there's a, there's a different level
0: yeah did you always envision like going in wrestling in college like was that something you always wanted to do
1: yeah I always thought it'd be neat uh neat to do you know honestly I, I really want to uh wrestle at a higher level right mm-hmm. I, I mean of like a, a division one level mm-hmm. if I could right and I mean I knew you had to you know I felt like you had to at least win state you don't have to right you I mean right. there's guys and they don't and they go on to be great i think there was a kid in southern iowa trying to think maybe down by burlington or something i don't think he you know won a state title and went on to be a national champion Mm -hmm. right um um but i don't you know but i think that uh um, yeah, but when I got there, I just had some things that I, that I went through and thought about, you know, um, honestly, it was good. I went back to studies and focused a little more there. I did really good sophomore, junior, senior year, but I had to, you know, I had to work on that. And, and then the injury part of it, I, it, it, you, like you said, it was a, it was a pause. Yeah. It was a moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you get, um, did you like, a, were you walk on or preferred walk on or something at, at I? Like were yep. they talking to you?
1: You're right. Yeah. yeah, that that's what it was. So I mean, I uh, um, you know, I went in the office and I spoke with uh, the coach the year before, before my senior mm-hmm. year. You know, we we spoke, but um, and, you know, I wasn't on scholarship coming mm-hmm. in, and uh, you, uh, if I would have made the varsity lineup, I would have been given a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Who? Um,
0: Why would you choose you and I?
1: Um, you know what? I uh, I just uh. Um I suppose you know I wasn't I, I wasn't talking with the uh you know like you know the other state coaches mm-hmm. right um and stuff and um I really li- I just liked the school size yeah and um it it felt right for me you know I went and, you know I visited some division 3 colleges and um you know um You know, and I, I went down and I visited like Iowa state to see, you know, look at Iowa state too down there. But I just, uh, you and I felt right. It felt, it felt like the place to be. And I had an incredible experience there. So I, I, um, even looking back, if I had to do it over again, I I would, I'd go back there. Yeah. And so you majored in, in business. Yep. Yep. Business administration.
0: Business administration.
1: And then did you minor in anything? No, you know what? It was a, it was a business administration, emphasis, management, emphasis and management. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, um, you know, I came out of there and then I, uh, I was looking at three opportunities coming out of college and I was looking at, uh, you know, uh, uh, John Deere. Mm -hmm. I was looking at uh, uh, actually life insurance sales Mm -hmm. and then um, medical sales. Mm -hmm. And uh, ultimately I, I decided I wanted to go medical and so then, uh, you know, I went into, uh, coming right out of college, I went into urology, you know, yeah. and um, I did urology for four or five years. And, and now I've been in, uh, I, I work for Johnson & Johnson Vision, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I've been, uh, you know, I, I sell contact lenses, mm-hmm. you know, to optometrists and ophthalmologists. And we, um, I've been doing this for 19 years now. 19 years. Yeah. Why medical sales?
0: You know, you had those three options. Why'd you... I yeah, you know concerned.
1: what? I, I felt like, um, you know, I looked at the medical field and I thought, you know, there's, there's always a need. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're in the medical field, there's a need of whatever it is, you know? Um, and so I, I, uh, you know, there's different areas of medical sales you can go into, right. You mm-hmm. can do that. You can do that. You know, pharmaceutical, medical equipment or surgery side of it. And so I want to be more on the medical equipment side if I could. And so, um, that's, so that's kind of the, the, the reason I went down that path, I guess. And, um, and yeah, it was good. It was, yes. it was good. you
0: chose, right. Because I mean, it seems like when you started to get into contacts, like they were just becoming a big thing. Like now it seems like almost 90% of people who need glasses wear also wear contacts, you know? So like, obviously there's a need and there will continue to be a need. So, you know, smart choice.
1: Yeah, there is, there is. It's, um, it, it, it's it been really good. I, um, uh, you know, you, uh, um, you know, the, the I, I just feel like I'd say with people, you know, I'll just say coming back to wrestling and life, mm-hmm. right. I just think that, you know, you can really, um, there's so much the sport is given that I, you know, even to this day that I take from it you know, of, and, um, has such a big impact on my life. So I think that, um, um, I'm really, really glad they uh, started women's wrestling in the state yep. of Iowa. You know, I, uh, I think, um, uh, gives a lot of these young girls a chance and an opportunity, um, you know, to, to be part of something special. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that part too, I'm, I'm I'm glad they did that. I I actually wish they would have done it a lot earlier. I maybe would have encouraged, it, you know, you know, um introduced it to the girls some, but I, I uh you know, I have three daughters, right? you, mm-hmm. know, tw- you know, uh 20, 18, and uh 15. And so um but they've they've done a mixture of things, volleyball, mm-hmm. basketball, you know, track, uh um soccer, yeah. dance mixture.
0: Yeah, and I guess real quick, I'm sure wrestlers listening would want to know when they're coming out with a contact that stays in your eye better for wrestlers because, you know, (laughs) I think even (laughs) yesterday there were a couple contacts that fell out, you know, when I was at the Nebraska Duel, but...
1: (laughs) Right, well, you you know what? I don't know about that, but I can tell you, you know, I would really encourage wrestlers to wear one-day lenses, though. One-day? One-day? One-day, yeah. They're just, uh, you know, there's... um, You know, that way, if if you lose one out of your eye, you have an extra set sitting on the side, you can pop a new one in, you know, you don't have to put that, you know, dirty lens that's on the mat back in your eye, you know, I think less risk, more comfortable, probably help you, you know, see better right, right away. And so I, uh, that's what I would encourage Mm -hmm. is one day lenses.
0: True. All right. Well, here, you heard it here first, one day lenses, Uh, um, re-wrestled for a little bit, you know, and so... (laughs) How was that? Was that kind of fun for you to get a little bit back into the sport?
1: Yeah, you know what? Um, it, a lot of fun, tell yeah. you the truth. Yeah, a lot of fun. So that's when I, I did go in and I got to help out some a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you, know, uh, she, uh, you know, she did really good. I, I'd never yeah. exposed the girls to wrestling, actually um, you know, just never really exposed him at all. And then all of a sudden girls wrestling became a thing when she became a freshman and she's a senior. Now she went out, did real good, you know, went down to the, the state tournament, won three matches. Um, and you know, but ultimately at the end of it, and I would try to show her some things and sometimes she was open to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And other times she's like, no, nah, I don't really feel like it. I said, okay. You know, and I, as a dad at first, you're, yeah, I was real excited. And I thought, oh, this is great. You know, when she came home and said, hey, I'm thinking about this. And I said, okay. Right. And I probably wanted to show her more things than what, <laughs> what, what she wanted to do. Right. Cause I right. said, oh, really help you on different things. But, um, as the season went on, I did, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, I did realize and I stepped back a little bit and, and just, you know, you, you realize with kids like that, that has to be their, their want and passion, right? You can't, yeah. can't do that for them no matter what it is. And so I helped her when she wanted help and went through and tried to support her all the way through, you know, the next year, you know, she came to me, tell and she said, um, dad, she said, you may not like to hear this. <laughs> she says, but I, I don't think it's for me. And I, and I said, okay. I said, Nope, that's, that's okay. Right. It It's yeah. like, you know, that has to be an inner thing that you want in passion. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's something that I did. I already had my day back in the day. So it just, you know, that's with the girls. I always have told them and like my dad, you know, as long as you try your hardest and you work your hardest, that's all anybody can ask.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. But only, you know, and if, if you, if you, you know, if you're not, um, if you don't really put everything in it, right. I mean, you know, if yeah. you went above and beyond, I mean, you know, so like if, if, if that's, if you truly gave it your all, and I think it's a lot in life too and work too, right. Mm-hmm. like, if you truly commit yourself and gave your all, then that's all anybody can ask, but, but, but you gotta want it. So that's, uh, that was my short lived one year kind of mm-hmm. stint with it. And um, yeah, but you know, some interesting things, Kelby, you may or may not know is that, um, you know, I actually, uh, when my, uh, when my youngest was small and my, and my oldest, right. A little bit for basketball, I actually uh, coached basketball for three years. Huh? And, um, yeah. And so I, uh, I coached, uh, um, well, oh, when they're real small, right. Second grade, third, fourth, okay. I can't remember. Maybe I went to fifth. Right. And I had a couple of gals that, uh, uh, helped me out who played mm-hmm. for Western Dubuque right and um i i told them i said listen guys i said i'm a wrestler i said you guys be the head coach i said i'm happy to assist and do it right and then they would say to me they're like no i don't want to be the head coach no you you be the head coach so you know what i so then i started learning and i went to some clinics and tried to just uh just to uh, um you know just to learn more about it and so i could help and It was kind of, it was kind of fun. And then I got thrown in a moment this year where I uh, went to this uh, preseason high school thing and the high school, high school coaches couldn't, uh, um, they couldn't coach at this event. Right. And they're supposed to have someone else. Well, here, I walked into the gym and one of the gal came up to me and she said, and this is five minutes, Kelby, before the game's supposed to start (laughs) with, with mind you ninth through 12th graders, I mean like high school kids. She's Hey. She says, Jeremy, she said, if, if, um, if you could, um, you, you know, I, I, would you coach them in the games today? This, you know, and, and it was scrimmages preseason. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at her and I said, listen, I said, I've never even been to a practice. I said, I have no idea what they're running or anything. She's like, ah, oh, that's all right. They kind of know you just step in and you coach and went through. And so that was a, that was a interesting moment too, when you're, uh, in life, um, You know, but uh, it went all right, and it it, it went fine. You know, honestly, uh, you know, I I look at different things, whether it's football, wrestling, basketball, different things. Mm -hmm. There's actually a lot that relates, like body position. Yeah. You know, body position, that type of stuff. I mean, honestly, my true passion is more on the wrestling side, but Mm -hmm. it, uh, uh, yeah, kind of fun things.
2: What the heck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to picture,
0: like, I don't know, like the shock of just walking in like, all oh, right, I'm going to come watch some
1: basketball. Hey, Jeremy, can you coach? What? <laughs> You're, that, you tell just, you that. I, That's how I felt. I was like, oh. And, and I walked out and I went in the huddle. And I, I said to the girls, and they're all kind of snickering, mind you, right? <laughs> really? And I, I went into this huddle and I said to the high schoolers, I said, all right, girls. I said, listen, and I smile, right? I said, you guys know what you need to run, right? <laughs> so yeah, listen, and and I had to filter them in and out, and, and then afterwards I did go up to the coaches in the stand because mind I I just got there. I mean, it was like spur of the moment. Yeah. And then I, hey, what would you like? And 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 then ask some things, and then you know that helped me out a little bit. But it was uh, yeah, God, that was a uh, that's that's one of those moments <laughs> in time that yeah. What was it was, uh, was Reese on the team? Is that yeah, what you yeah. Oh,
2: geez. So,
1: so my thing, my my thing, Cody, you're going to laugh at this, but it's like wrestling when you talk about aggressiveness and like doing things. Right. So you can imagine me there. I, I can't sit down hardly. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just not built that way. So if I'm going to do that, I I'm going to, I'm going to move and I'm going to be, you know, saying things, box out, ball touches, all these things. And yeah. I, uh, and, I'm, and I'm like, you know, like after one game, my like, girls, I said, I never want to see, one person beat you down the court, right I mean like yeah. things in like just inner inner self things, yeah and it's like on the map you know i I was at the tournament the other day, and i i uh that wrestling map or uh, for wrestling up at Manona there, and you know I see like a kid in the finals, you know he was he kept looking you know tied up, you know kept looking over at the time right and i and I, and I thought. I was like, "Gosh, dang it!" I mean, like, you, you know, you, you can't be worrying about that. It, it, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're just, you, you know, you, you're 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 all in. And I just, uh, um, but I will also say mm-hmm. this: what you learn about kids, what I've learned about it going through, is that um, all kids are different. Yep. And some kids, some kids that um, even within my own family. Right. And some will, you know, um, they will, you know, run through a brick wall and they'll do whatever. Right. And and then the next one, you know, you know, they, they might not like to be pushed as hard and they might need to, you know, they might need to take, you know, some breaks here and there. And they, you know, they're, you know, some kids are just doing it because they're trying to participate. And you've probably heard this over time too, but, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, like, and you know, from your own friends, some do it just because they want to participate and be part of someone. Some are really driven. Some are very serious about it. Other ones aren't very serious. And so like, you, you know, that's where I look at like these coach, the coaches, now, too, of, of being like, you know, they, it, that's tough because, you're, you, you know, you're having to balance a lot of different things. And, I mean, even in my work of what I do now with medical sales, you know, I've trained reps for over a decade now. Um, and, um, you, you know, all reps are all, all sales mm-hmm. representatives and people are different right i mean on their approach and style and like how they want to be uh um maybe how they're communicated to i mean some you can be direct right other ones you can't be direct
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know you'll, you'll just cr- you know you, you can crush them and uh you know they and, and you can't be direct and you um um you know just it's uh you know it, it, it's an art in both ways and whether mm-hmm coaching
0: or sales and that type of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. sorry. I'm just sitting over here nodding my head the whole time. Cause I, I completely understand. That's why some coaches, they're like, I just want to coach college because they want to be here. I know what I'm getting, you know, as opposed yep. to high school where you're like, you're saying some kids kind of filter in and out and also in the, in the sales field. Yeah. You have probably some employees that you're going there and training or whatever that are just, Oh, I have to be here. So here I am. Yep. And some that are like, oh, my gosh, really invested because they want to learn. And some, like you said, some people when you're trying to sell to them, because my wife's a sales rep, too, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can be direct and be like, you need this product or whatever. And some you are like, you know, we have this or whatever. There's like different ways you can approach different people. It's just. Yeah. So that's what I was just thinking about when you were kind of talking like, yeah, all this makes
1: sense. You're right. And you know, I always try to tell people too, you know, at least in here and where I'm at now with the the medical sales field is that like, you know, be genuine. Right. Right. Just just be genuine. And I think if I think if you do things for the right reason and you're truly trying to to you know make a difference for what, you know, whether for in whatever you do not just medical sales but whatever if you're truly trying to make a difference then then good things usually happen but like but you have to just just be genuine and and you know if, if you're doing things just because of yourself and i'll say this even in wrestling or team sports and things like it you know there's um you know it's uh i don't think it always goes the best right i think like you you, you know um just you know like in our field you want to make sure it's right right for that customer or that person and you're doing that right thing um and I think like uh, you know um it's also giving back and I'm going to relate back with wrestling here now mm-hmm. too but mm-hmm. back to team back to team stuff right I mean wrestling's individual but there's team I mean our it, it's it's helping other people in the room also get better or pushing them or doing things. I mean, I, you know, that's, that's the fun part. I mean, our team back in the day, we took fifth, we took six guys to state we were pretty loaded through the middle lineup and um but it all we all help push each other and 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 i think like even in what i do i look at my colleagues now you know like different people do things different ways and different ideas and and you know it, it helps push each other to be better you know at our craft
0: yeah yeah again i'm again nodding my head because genuine you know that's That's all anyone can ask for, you know, whether you're going in and selling your product or you're coaching or you're an athlete, you know, you're if you're a coach, your athletes will see right through you. If you're not genuine, you know, they will be able to tell. And same with people that you're going in and selling, hey, they will see right through that. and Be like, this guy's just blowing smoke. Yeah, you're right. And same with if you're an athlete, if you're wrestling, you know, and you're not genuine, like, you know, your teammates won't respect you. So, yeah. right that. so
1: that's just and, and a good you, correlation. Yeah, you're right about that, and I think that uh, I think uh, you know, um, I think uh, when you uh, you know, I'll, I'll share this, and this is going to bounce around again here, but uh, <laughs> you know, I think I think when you look back too, um, wrestling's about a mentality in a different way. Um, it's different from a standpoint that, uh, you know, when you step on the mat, you can be the, the nicest guy or, or gal, either one off the mat, Mm -hmm. please. Thank you. Genuine, really good wrestling. When you get on the mat and you step foot on, right. Then it's, it's a different mentality. I mean, where you, it's almost like that movie, uh, with, uh, Sylvester Stallone, I believe where it's over the top where, uh. (laughs) You know, oh he, uh, yeah. The rest of t- turns his hat on backwards. Right. <laughs> In, yeah. Like oh, yeah. a different mentality and just a different level of intensity. And that being said, I feel like that should be for everybody. Now, does that mean like you take the guy who doesn't have a lot of, lot of skill and he goes on to be a conference champ and that's what his success. And if he maximized it, then I think it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, if I could have, would have I loved to have been a four-timer or a three-timer or done more? I would have, right? But it wasn't in my card. So I think that, like, that, you know, um, it's just, you know, wherever you're at, how do you get better? And then in life, it's in not, to get, you know, in life, it's the same way, right? It's just, you know, what what can you do to improve and get better on your craft? The hardest part is, you know, like, you know, wrestling, I do think, you know, the the harder you work, the more you give and you do all that Mm -hmm. and you stay focused. I mean, you'll see results, whatever that might be. Right. I mean, whether that's, Hey, I was a one-win wrestler and I'm now above 500 as a senior, whether you're you go on to be a state champ or a district champ or whatever it might be in life. Same way. I think hard, the hard work. Now it doesn't always pay off that way with hard just hard work in life either. I mean, but I think, you know, your chances of having more success exactly. is exactly. greater, even though you don't always have as much control as what you do sometimes in a sport sometimes, but like it just, you know, greater success.
0: Yeah. And then the, if you want to call it the, the failure, you know, it doesn't hurt as I, I I wouldn't, maybe I shouldn't try to rephrase this, but I'll just say it anyway. It doesn't seem like the failure is as bad because you did everything you could to set yep. yourself up for success. Right. I mean, sometimes you know that can be devastating when you do fail, but you know that you did everything that you could. So, like you're just saying, Man, it just wasn't in the cards, which is which is hard realization. But sometimes, unfortunately, that's what it is.
1: And, and everybody's given diff- different, God-given gifts, right? Like some right. people are naturally more athletic, and and. You know, it just, you know, and that's just, it, it's part of it. You know, I, I look at this, I look at, uh, you know, I'll pass this on, you know, I, I look at things kind of on what I call a J curve, okay. right. When you go through trials and tribulations
3: mm-hmm. in,
1: in life and it, you know, whether wrestling or whether, you know, work or whatever. And have you ever heard of the J curve? No,
3: uh-uh. okay. I'm
1: intrigued. Yeah. So, so, so the J curve is, is basically that, you know, like you, you go through a J so like when, when something tough happens. Mm -hmm. to you right what happens is they go down into that bottom part of the j Mm -hmm. right but it's it's how how fast can you move yourself back up how fast can you get out of that bottom j part and move yourself back up if you think of like the letter j right right and go up right because the faster you can move out of feeling down tough whatever the, the 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 sooner you can move on to, to, to better things or greater things,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: how, how can you work your way through? And I think that everybody goes through it. everybody, wow. mm-hmm. even the, even the, I, I, I would venture to say, and don't, but I would even venture to say your, your national champions and For people sure. who've done more, there's moments where they've probably dipped down, mm-hmm. but how, how do you, how do you get out of that and, and move out And the faster that you can move? the, the, the better off and the, 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 more you'll, you know, you'll, you'll be able to succeed or, or do. And I think that um, in wrestlers, young people and wrestlers and not even young people, people my age too, I think like, if you know, like how do you move out of it? So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, boom, that just correlates right back to what we talked about earlier. The bottom of your jaker was losing to Chris Smith in the, in the conference finals yeah. you know and how quickly did you move out of that pretty quickly because you won state. stay you know a short time later you know yeah
1: and so yep. yeah and what do you take from it what do you right. learn from it? what's your your progression and and um in just the mental mindset of just belief like you, you 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 have to believe every time every time you go out and i think that um yeah, I, but I, I think that I think it relates to actually all sports that belief, and I think it relates to life and just things like that. So,
0: yeah, I mean, also, you know, with your job as a sales rep, you know, my wife, like I said, is a sales rep. You get told no a lot, you yeah. know. So, yep. I mean, so that you probably hit the bottom of your J curve quite a bit because you go in going, all right, I can do this, I can make this sale, and you believe. And then you get told no. And now you're like, well, I got to go see this, ne- you know, another doctor here in 20 minutes, I got to bounce back
1: up. Yep. So, so I'm you- going to tell you another kind of funny story here. Okay. And some people would think this is a little goofy, but you know what, I, <laughs> I, it, this actually came and then you know, it was instilled kind of from my mom when I was young too, is that, um, you know, she, she would always say, Hey, like you, uh, you know, there's these books out there called, uh, you know, uh, rhinoceros type books. Mm-hmm. right and they talk about positive and attitude and things and uh you know she would always say that um you know you, you know listen you're a rhinoceros right and what that is is that you know you got two inch thick skin so nothing can get through through you right mm-hmm. you got a sharp pointy horn that stands for attitude and you charge right nothing's gonna stop you. you're gonna charge through it right and even though that seems silly and kind of yep. goofy mm-hmm. at, at the same note you know, that, that, that there, there's a lot of truth to it. And so I, I think back to instilling things that's, you know, there I credit the folks and, you know, uh, and, and just different goofy ways to think about things. But mm-hmm. but but there's a, it's a lot of truth to it. <laughs> you know, that's that's funny. It is goofy, but like it
0: takes a serious you know kind of a serious thing and kind of you know when you're a little bit younger it may relate to you a little better like oh okay that's kind of funny and instead of it being serious sometimes you can't wrap your head around something like that so i can understand why it would work in you know it probably wouldn't work as much on a 40 year old correct but you know when you're 15 16 you're like oh okay Uh,
2: well
1: you know she started that i was probably already at six years old oh really oh yeah perfect like like really young. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's where, that's where it um, you're right. It's a different correlation than when you're 45, like I am, right. It's a different correlation, but it's, uh, you know, it's the the whole point is, you know, positiveness and, you know, just different things like that. And like, when we talked about how different people relate different, you know, I looked at myself, you you know, You know, I, um, through positive encouragement and things like that, you know, I personally know I respond better,
2: Uh
1: right? I mean, like, you know, and I know that I, uh, you know, I respond better. Now, um, you know, other people, you know, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're different on that, but I know that, um, you know, I will work harder Uh and stuff um, through that. Than, then, you know, beating someone down. So I think that um, I think you can do it a little bit of both. I mean, like you can, you have to, you have to, you know, um, look for opportunities. You can help somebody improve whether it's wrestling or, or work. But I also think like, you know, everybody's good at something. So you got to take their strengths and elevate their strengths and then just tap down some of the, some of their weaker points right? I mean, mm-hmm. just, just tap them down. They might not completely go away, but I look at that with wrestling, too. You just, you know, you, everybody has their strengths, so why don't we, like, build upon that and use what they're really strong at and mm-hmm. try to get better at the weaknesses, but maybe just tamp them down a little bit
2: mm-hmm.
1: where, so, I mean, just a different way to think. Yeah. It, but
0: Yeah. Um, one, I do want to just touch on what you yeah. said about your, you placed fifth as a team, you yep. know, like one accomplishment, you took six wrestlers and came away fifth. Um, the only time I can recall getting a higher team was like in 2004 or something when they finished fourth, you know, You're so really- I mean, pretty, pretty, like, did you guys know that that was a goal of yours or that your team was that good? Or did it just kind of you guys had a good tournament and you guys, believed and here you go your fifth place
1: yeah you know what we um honestly we were returning uh three uh um you know three kids that went to state Mm -hmm. from the year before right and we knew we'd have a a a decent team but honestly we um i don't think so i think it was the right timing and right progression Mm -hmm. at that at, at that moment like we we were peaking at the right time yeah at the end of the year and you know, all six of us, won districts and, um, and we, uh, we all just, everybody was peaking and at the right time. And, you know, everybody was wrestling hard in the room and there was, uh, um, you know, focused and, you know, you know, the strangest part about our team Kelby that you may not know is we, um, that year we took six guys to state and we were, uh, we were missing four weights, and we were, uh, we were missing four weights and we had uh, uh, two girls wrestling at 103. Really? So you, so you're mis- so you forfeited four weights, is what you're saying? Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. And so we, uh, that year, like in districts as a team, even though we did really well, you know, they said, Hey, you won the districts. Right. But then, but, but then all of a sudden they came back after we got home off the bus and we found out, I guess we didn't win the districts. Right. So it was kind of a, yeah. So it was kind of a crazy, crazy thing, but, but it, uh, yeah, you know what? It was fun as a team. I mean, man, we had a lot of fun going with that many guys down. I mean, and, and um, you know, we had, uh, um, you know, that year we ended up with, let me think about this. Um, boy three or no, we ended up with a uh, four place winners.
0: I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. I got two so far, which is funny because one of them is Chris Smith. It is. <laughs> Not yeah, Chris yeah. Smith from Sumner, but
1: <laughs> from Monona and yeah. uh, Travis Henning place that year. And yeah. uh, uh Jake Walls.
3: Jake Walls. What
1: weight would he have been? Um Jake would have been he might have been above me. He might have been uh he might have been one fifty two, he might have been one sixty. 152, 160. I don't see him on here. Yeah. He Jake would have uh, taken, I think fifth. Chris Smith took six. Um, Travis that year took fifth. I think he took fifth. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and, I see Jake Walls, unfortunately. Yeah, and he um he uh you know I'm pretty sure he did anyhow. Um, but he had a, he had a, uh, he, that year he was kind of, kind of a one trick pony and he had a, um, he had a cow catcher oh. and, he and he just slayed people with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I, I, I got to ask about the districts. And what, what do you mean? Like, did you only win by a point or something? Then they rescored it. Is you got crazy? it. Really?
1: Yeah, it was really, it was, it was crazy. Actually, we, we left there as essentially, you know, thinking district champions, right? And, yeah. then, and then we got back and realized up, oh, we didn't win. So. What the heck? You know? Hmm. Interesting. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of interesting. It's too bad, but. And, and I'll tell you something about, um, let me think about this. If it, um, About Keck, you, you know, uh, your brother-in-law, you know, who's co- head coach at MFL Marmac.
4: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I remember him coming back to me at the uh, district districts, right. Mm-hmm. He was actually at districts. And um, though he wasn't coaching at MFL at that time. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember him coming back. I was in the hallway and him making comments and you. It's funny little comments that stick with you or whatever, but right, he, right. at that time he just said, listen, you have five matches left in your entire career. Five. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's as you went through and, you know, I thought a lot about it there because, you know, like th- that was true at that time. I mean, if you, uh, um, you know, win the district match and you win your next four matches, you're a state champ. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I don't know, not that that's profound, but you know, it just, uh, it's little things that, you know, you're like just mental mindset again, and and staying focused on where you want to go, but that's, um, just little things that, you know, stick with people. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and
0: excuse me, he would know, you know, <clears throat> but you know, just as good as anyone, you know, the amount of matches he had left. Cause you know, he didn't reach his goal as a senior, yeah. you know, so he knows, and he, he could kind of put himself in your shoes about going into districts as a senior, you know, with high expectations. And he unfortunately fell short. So he, you know, could relate and be like, look, man, this is, I wish somebody may have told me this. I guess you know this might have been something that I wish I knew then that may have pushed me over the edge. So to have him, you know, and maybe he didn't. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So who
0: knows what he's thinking?
1: You're you're right about that. But you know, just like little things, like you you put in people's mind. You know, like even like um, you know when talking about like when you win this match. Right? right? Or, or when you win this and when you do this and when you're doing it. Um, and, and I'm not a, I'm not a coach, not a high school coach mm-hmm. or anything now, but you know, the, um, those things matter because it, the more they hear it, even if they've been beat ever by somebody, when you do this, when you, you're you prepping that in your mind already, mm-hmm. right. That you're going to, it's not a, like, uh, if you do it, it's, it's, it, it's just it, 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 the mental part. I feel like, honestly, actually wrestling, like that mental part plays such a huge, huge role. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw some, and you did too, probably, you know, you see some wrestlers that are really good and you're yeah. thinking, how could they not go to state right. and like really good and never make the dance, right? But I think mentally just, you know, it, it just, you know, it, it just plays that big a role. hmm Yeah.
0: I mean, honestly, that, that's, that was me. I was always, you know, I, I couldn't turn my hat backwards, you know, I couldn't flip that switch. I was, I was nice off the mat. And then when I wrestled, I was, I tried to be a little bit nicer or, you know, just as nice. Like I didn't like to put the hard cross face in or, you know, whatever. Like it wasn't, you're my friend off the mat, but on the mat, you're my enemy. And, um, You know, so that was my downfall big time, big time. It was always if, if I could do this, you know, but I I talked to a coach, coach Mike Doyle. He does coaches independence and has for so many years. And he talked about mental gymnastics that he would do with his athletes. You know, we have them right where you want them. And he would be like, I didn't know if that was true or not. But to let my athlete know that I believed in him, like, you know, yeah, you may not have beaten him yet, but you got him right where you want him. We're gonna get it, you know, kind of thing where just those little, like you're saying, it it all relates. Like, no, you're not a coach, but everything you're saying is from coaches that I've talked to. So, you
1: might might want to be a coach. No, no, no. (laughs) I just there's, yeah, it just shows you though a lot of things correlate, right? And I think that's with a lot of honestly, like what you went through too. I think that that relates with a ton, a ton of kids. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, um, you know, and that it's just, uh, that's, that's just ends up playing such a big part. And so a lot of times when you look back now and you look back and think, you know, you know, you could, um, you know, what could you have changed or done <laughs> yeah. different or different ways? I mean, um, but it's, it's part of growing up and experiences right. and, and, and that type of stuff. So, it,
0: Yeah. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to ask you about was you had um, you had a piece of tape down the middle of your headgear. Yeah. So, oh, what was that about? Because I, <laughs> yeah. you know, I used to see it in the past quite a bit. I don't see it really anymore. But, yeah, you had just like, I don't know if it was just one piece of tape from the head piece, you know, all the way to the, the back.
1: <laughs> You're right. They're not too many people did. You know what? I had one of those old headgears at the time with the all your your metal frame yeah and then you know you had the soft part here and then yeah. uh had to be uncomfortable uh, yep and then uh, that uh you know for me you know you had uh, two straps that came across the front and two in the yep. back right mm-hmm. and i used to hate when my strap would come down in my face oh okay yeah right so i'm like i'm not gonna let that happen so that's why i did that i'd, I'd tape the two front straps together mm-hmm. and then i ran that tape all the way to the back <laughs> so so that way uh you yeah, know, that yeah. way it, it stayed very secure and it wasn't going to get pulled down over my face or anything like that. So just a kind yeah. of a goofy thing, but I smart, but actually. it worked. Yeah. I,
0: I wondered if there was a reason for it. And it sounds like there was, you know, I didn't know if you were doing it like, well, that's what the tough kids did back in the day, <laughs> you know, or passion oh,
1: thing, you know, back in the day, I used to think, Oh, you know, tough kids, you know, yeah. Yeah. Color flower year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you went through and I was like, nah, you know what, I'm going to try to prevent getting color flower ear, Right. Well then, you know what I, uh, you know, wear the headgear all the time. And then after the state tournament, my ear was blown up. Really, like, right? I mean, I had major color flower ear in the right, in the right side there, and um, but then went into the dock, and he slid it open, and you know pushed the stuff out, and, and you know mm-hmm. did that that whole thing. But I think that I think it's just part of it. You know, if you're yeah. if you're uh, not everybody will get it, but if, if you're wrestling hard, whether you have a headgear or not, you know your ears get beat up on. Yeah, do you have it then? I don't. I, I I do. Yeah, but you just you can't you can't hardly. Uh, oh, okay, you know, there you, you go. Okay, you can't hardly see. You know, it's in this. You know, I suppose you can see if I I took and. Yeah, you know, it's more flat. But it. Yep.
0: got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's not like the big bulgy like cauliflower ear that some wrestlers have. It just
1: looks like it. Like you said, kind of flattened your ear out a little bit. Yeah flattened it out, you know, but I, but I do think over time, I probably, if I would have stuck with collegiate, I bet, no. I mean, I, it, you know, it would have, you know, yeah. more, but um, yeah.
0: So yes. that's a <laughs> um, couple of other things here. I never touched on yet. Like what it meant to be the first state champ, you know, you were the first state champion in MFM history, you know, that that'd be pretty special too. you know, kind of cherry on top of also winning state. You're the first one.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? That was, um, did you think about that at all? Yeah. You know what? That, that was an amazing honor and experience, yeah. uh, you know, to be the first, I think that, uh, you know, at the time, at the time, you know, I just, you know, the I didn't really think about it. A yeah. Lot, right. I right. mean, I, I wasn't necessarily like, Hey, I, you know, I, I, ne- I wanted to do that. I mean, I just, you know, I want to become, a, I want to be a state champ, not necessarily being the first or whatever. Right. But afterwards, and I was able to reflect more afterwards, um, pretty neat. And what I really hoped with it is, honestly, is that, um, you know, someone has to be the first, right? And Mm -hmm. someone has to get to be that, that, you know, to, to set that standard. And then hopefully it's a build after that, that it gives other kids the chance. Because I remember when I was young and I watched Terry Walter's, Mm-hmm. Right. In our school at that time, you took second state or I watched, uh, you know, Chet Bachman, a Kelby Keener, uh, you know, um, you know, you know, wrestlers like that, that came through as a, you know, I thought, yeah, I, I want to be them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I, I want to be Terry Walters. I want to be the guy who got to state and in the finals and do that. And you, you, you have, you have things and it helps younger people set goals and give them something to accomplish. So I guess, you know, when I got there, honestly, after the fact, here and being the first state champ, I'm I'm super honored by it, and it's 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 I'm it's so neat to be the first. But it uh, mm-hmm. but hopefully it gave the younger ones that chance to come up. And since then, Manona's had you know multiple state champs since then. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you know someone has to kick the process off. Yeah, and I, you know mm-hmm. one thing I thought the school did good, and I think this is building a positive culture in different things is you know, like they had me, I remember after winning state, you know, they, uh, uh, they had me come down and speak to the first grade class, all three classes. Mm. And they sat around and I got to talk with all the kids and talk to them about experience and about like, uh, you know, different things to get there and accomplish. And, and, um, you know, I wish more schools would do things like that because I think that, you know, sometimes high school kids realize and sometimes they don't. But I think, you know, those young kids look up to those high school kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're like giants when you're in first grade. <laughs> yep. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, they look up to them and it, it just it starts building that positive culture. And I mean, um, uh, just, uh, you know, just the experience. Like, I mean, I think about like in any sport. I mean, imagine if you let a second grader come and they got to actually sit just sit there by the high school kids they're <laughs> gonna feel like they're up like unbelievable they don't even have to do anything or to to stick their head in a huddle for a second
2: uh-huh.
3: just
1: to just to like th- those experiences so I guess back to you saying first state champ I it was um it meant a ton to me and to this day I feel honored and i felt honored to get into the hall of fame there up at Monona and just um blessed couldn't um you, you know but i um i really it's been nice to see that program keep going beyond where where we were at uh-huh. and go to a different level and you know um you know uh and i just uh so it's been really nice to see. And I, I'm glad other kids have one state. I mean, I came out and, you know, when I was writing my speech, Kelby, you know, write, write down your things that you, you did, whatever. And at first I didn't put in, in 96, when I won it, you know, I I had the school record for, you know, most career wins and pins. Right. Uh But I didn't write that in there. At first, and I thought back, and I was like, "Oh gosh, I suppose I could write it in." But you know, like the reality is, it's all—all all those records, all of them have been broke, mm-hmm. and it's awesome, <clears throat> awesome to see. I mean, yeah, it's fun to go, "Hey, I got this record," or I, "I did this," right? But, but honestly, that's what records are for, and so it, like it gives these young kids and other wrestlers something to shoot for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you know you hope if you're hoping to see success you're hoping that those records end up getting broke and someone can do it now the one that can't be taken away from me is that as the first yeah right but but outside of outside of that um I, I would love to see more state champs and more you know people do it win it multiple times and it, it, you know that's awesome exciting mm-hmm. Yeah, when did you know
0: that you were going to be inducted into Hall of Fame?
1: Actually, um, I uh got told over Christmas. Oh no. Merry Christmas to that. <laughs> yes, last wow. year. So I, I I had no idea and it was a. Uh, it actually shocked me. Yeah, really. I, I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, but um very thankful and very thankful for uh actually some of the people that got into the Hall of Fame the year before. Mm-hmm. Um you know, played a huge role in my success.
0: Yeah. How did they tell you? Did they like wrap it in a Christmas present or something? Or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, I, you know what? Um, you know, they just said, um, said, Hey, we just, uh, you know, you know, we got something to share with you or tell you. And, and then boom, they came <laughs> out and told, told me that I, uh, you know, we'd like, uh, we'd like to, uh, you know, induct you into the hall of fame, um, for, uh, MFL Marmac and, um, you know, and, uh, yeah, and so it was really, it, it caught me completely <laughs> off guard. I wasn't, it was the last thing I was thinking about. Yeah. Uh, and, but it was a nice, but it was also a really, really nice honor to be even considered. What did they,
0: what did you think, like, when they first pulled you aside we were like, hey, we got to share something with you, did,
1: what What'd you think? Well, at first I was thinking, where are they going with this? <laughs> <laughs> to right. tell you the truth, I, yeah. I it wasn't, my mind didn't even go there. And, um, and, uh, then, uh, yeah. So I, I had no idea because mm-hmm. at, at first I was thinking, okay, okay, what, what's going on is what I thought. Yeah. Right. And then, um, yeah, so it was, a, it was a neat surprise. Nice.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, I, I've talked to my dad about it in the past or we've, you know, chatted about it. Just, um, also what was special about you winning it was, um, the role model that you that you were and that you continue to be like, basically Monona MFM Wormat couldn't have asked for a better state first state champion, you know, not that Travis Henning is, you know, a bad person or whatever, you know, but yep. um, you know, we're not even comparing but just that, just to look at you and who you are and how you, who you've become and all that. Like we we're we're, we're happy that that's who it ended up being, you know? Oh, thanks. Kelly. Or, yeah. Appreciate you know, it could have, it could have ended up being, who knows, you know, and with the background or whatever, who could have been? But we were just—we talk about that. We've talked about that quite a bit, you know, a few times. That just—it was neat that it was you, you know.
1: So yeah, thank thank you. Yeah, I it. it was. Um, yeah, it, you know, it, it's fun when you work. You know what? It's 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 fun when you work hard and you're you're and you're able to achieve something, and it, sure. it, and that doesn't always happen, and just. But it, uh, it, it is nice when it pays off like that.
0: Right. Do you ever, like you say, you think about it every now and again, like what goes through your mind when you think about it?
1: You know what? I, it's, it's probably one of, um, you know, it goes in as one of my greatest memories.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, next to the, like, you know, the birth of my kids and like marriage, you know, getting married and in that type of stuff, it's, um, Um, in some childhood experiences, right? You know, that, you know, really positive ones with my folks and sister. Um, But it it goes in as one of my greatest memories. And uh, to this day, when I think about it, it it also uh, drives me even with my current role and job. Really? Right. Because, um, you you know, I think that um, I think back to, you know, that just, you know, hard work, and, and uh, pu- you know, pushing yourself and trying to be better, um, you know, pays off. And I think that, uh, and I hope with my girls and too, you know, I, um, you know, I try to leave that for them too, as, as far as like, just, a, it, you know, it's an opportunity to be the best you can be. And that doesn't mean you have to win state, mm-hmm. right? Or do that, right? But like, when, when you're doing it, you know, work hard and be the best you can be. You know, I remember... I remember my dad saying to me on the first time I went to bail. hay for a guy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. he said to me, listen, before I walked out the door, he says, they're paying you to do a job. So you work as hard as you possibly can. Right. And I guess I say that because wrestling too, like, no, I'm not getting paid. You don't get paid to wrestle right right? there per se. I mean, at high school, high school level, but like, you know, it, 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 while you're there, you might as work as hard as you get. I mean, yeah. right. And, and then you walk away. And then the other thing I think with kids is I felt like when I was back there and is, and I don't know if you saw this, you probably did too. Like, you know, you see a lot of kids get burnt out, yep. different things, all of a sudden, second half, they're kind of burnt out of doing it. But the reality is I, I, I try to think back to like, you think how fast years go. Yeah. Like you blink, right? I mean, freshman, senior, boom, you're done. Or college, you go in as a freshman, you're out as a senior. All of a sudden, it's a new chapter in your life. And I look and I think, you know, if they would step back for a moment and go, "Hey, you know, we just went through December. Yeah, it was tough, but then ratchet it up when January comes." Because the reality is, you, you got what six weeks, seven weeks left in the season, and and and, and you're done. You you, mm-hmm. you move on, and so it's uh um it's such a short time that if you can focus that energy for that amount of time and kind of take it up a notch, it gives you, I mean, um, but it's, it's just thinking about it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that, if that makes sense, you know, any sense on it, like, um, um, just it, it's such a short time. Right. Yeah.
0: And you know, like, there are times where, you know, um, I talked to a coach earlier You know, he ratcheted it up during Christmas and then during the end of the year, physically, he started to slow it down, but mentally he tuned it up. So, you know, he was kind of playing kind of what you're saying, like it's such a long season, knowing when to go in and grind really hard and also when to kind of slow it down. And just that, I don't know, that feeling of your, you know, knowing the feeling of your athletes and knowing what they need, even if they don't even think they know it, they need it, you know. Like you would give kids day off, you know, Hey, don't, don't even come in. I do not want to see you here
1: today. Yep.
0: You know?
1: Yep. You're right about that. I, yep. You're right. And I, it, you're right. And, you know, I had that, you know, it's interesting too. You know, I had the chance to, uh, you know, listen on audible and like Dan Gable's books and things like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. That, that he did. And, you know, just that the whole mental side of things is, is just really interesting too. Like, you know, uh, um, you know, the, he tells a story about Lincoln McElravey, right? And when he came in, and I, you probably have listened to these and read it or whatnot, but like, you know, came in and just to build his confidence, he got beat in his first collegiate match, mm-hmm. right? And then build his confidence, had another guy come in and they had the community come in, they could watch this kind of wrestle, them, them wrestle and, um, you know, and he just said, hey, he said, keep it close, but make sure he beats you, right? Well, Mm -hmm. guess, guess what? Yep. That's what happened in the match. And then, I mean, it was his own teammate. Right. But he made sure that the end he came out and he won. Right. Lincoln won. Well, you you know, just that, that, that takes a lot because when you're a competing athlete, it's, it's hard to let someone beat you. Right. I mean, like brutal, brutally hard, but at the same note, if you can, like, uh, from a mental standpoint and recognize the bigger picture, and that's what you know Gable is doing that time, and probably talked to the teammate about, right? It 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 elevated Lincoln from there on, yeah, and gave him the self confidence of whatever it is. And now I haven't had the chance to talk to with him in person, and I'd <laughs> love to do that. But it, you know, hearing that on the story though, it was like wow. And so you think, I don't know, just that you know, like you, you know, the approaches are very interesting and, and right. matters,
0: right? Yeah. Yep, yeah, I remember. I I do recall that story because that was kind of a big. That's kind of a big story, you know. They They pulled him out of red shirt, and his dad was mad. Yeah, was bad, and uh, he lost, and so they thought. Like I think that made him even more mad. Like, see, I told you, and hmm, yeah. Well, um, I want to end here. Just asking okay. about your family, you know. Um, so Jody, your wife. Did you meet her? Did she go to Wartburg, Right, she did. Yeah, is yeah, that how yeah. you met her? You and I Warburg because they're pretty close.
1: Yeah, you're right. So I uh, we met my senior year of college, and um, you know we uh, you know she roomed with my cousin at oh. Wartburg. And you know the funny thing is, is that you know I'd I'd met her different times, right? But I mean that time I seen someone else, and then we um, then that ended, and then I saw her out anyhow. Uh, uh, second semester of, of my senior year. And, um, and then we, um, you know, we started, uh, you know, uh, staying in contact and hanging out with the group a little bit and as friends. And then we, uh, before I left college, I was thinking I was wanting to travel and climb the corporate ladder as fast as I could mm-hmm. anywhere in the U S wherever it took me. Right. So at the very end, right before graduation, I asked her out on a date and, um, and I thought, you know what, I can't just leave and not, not, uh, you know, see where, where, where it goes. And so I, um, you know, uh, asked her out and then the rest is history. You know, she uh, oh, she went from Warburg and went to Creighton university. Oh, no kidding. No doubt. I knew that, huh? Yeah. She went I to really? Creighton for her um, for nursing um, you know, she got her, uh, biology degree and then went on for, uh, her BSN and, um, it was an accelerated one year program and I moved to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. And then, um, we did the long distance thing yep. and then, um, you know, we got engaged. And then the funny thing is, is I got a promotion. And so in the management, so then I moved to Augusta, Georgia, oh, and no. so she was, she was living in Creighton and I was in yep. Augusta, Georgia, right. And then, wow. and then, uh, we got married and then. We went down there and, you know, honestly, um, I'm going to give you way too much information here, but uh, we, uh, you know, trials and tribulations of life, though. Um, I was a district manager and they came in and decided they were going to let go the entire upper management of our medical sales company. Wow. And so they let go the president, (laughs) VP of sales, everybody. Right. And they brought someone else in. And when I was down there, I just got married. And I had Jody had just moved down maybe two weeks. I mean, Holy at, cow. at max, right? And I had to go back in with the new VP of sales and come into the office and not knowing what's going to happen. And I didn't know this was all going to go down. And um, anyhow, they let go of all the district managers except myself. Wow. And um, he just said to me, listen, you've done some good things. He said, I, you know, we'd like you to keep on board. He goes, I'm going to give you two options. He says, one option is, is he says, you know, you guys can move back to Iowa. And, and he goes, you can move back to Iowa where you're at. And you can just, you know, you can do sales up there for us, right. Or whatnot, medical sales up there. I mean, this job for urology, he said, but he goes, we won't pay for your expenses. He goes, the other option is what we really want to do is we want you to take a lateral move and we want you to run the uh, um, move down to Florida, South Florida. And we want you to handle our largest diabetic accounts down in South Florida. And then also wow. urologist, right? And he says, we'll pay for a moving company, pay for all expenses and take care of everything. He said, it's up to you. He goes, you go home, you visit with your wife and then let us know. So I go to the apartment and I walk in and, <laughs> and she she's what are you doing home? <laughs> right? I said, well, I said, well, what would you think of moving to Florida? <laughs> right?
3: Yeah, yeah, of <laughs> he course. Says, yeah.
1: He says what? And I so gave her the scenario. Well, honestly, as when you're coming out of college, I mean, I hadn't been that far out of college, mind you. I mean, I got promoted in eight months of being a sales rep to a district manager, so I I didn't have any money, right? And so, I mean, to move back, there was nothing. I mean, right? And so, we talked, and we're like, okay, well, let's take the adventure. So hence we, uh, you know, we, uh, went went back in and we went down and we moved to uh, South Florida for two years. And we, uh, lived down in a place called Boynton beach between West Palm beach and Fort Lauderdale. And, you know, I handled these large diabetic accounts and urology and, um, you know, awesome experience. We loved it. Then my oldest was born. Yeah. Jaden was born down in Florida. And then at that time I decided, you know what time to get back near family. And, um, and, uh, you know, I wanted the kids, grandkids or the kids, you know, um, to, uh, get to know the grandparents and things. So honestly, we, um, that's when we decided to make the move back and the company moved me back. Hey, nice. They did move me back. Um, but I only stayed for a short time and then I actually joined Johnson and Johnson here. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, then we have the other two girls that came along and, you know, and, uh, that's kind of our, my story, You know, mm-hmm. my, my oldest daughter's done, you know, she did ba- volleyball and basketball and, um, you know, uh, she have done track a year. I'm trying to think on that. And then uh, my middle daughter here has been really, uh, more, you know, she tried the wrestling we talked mm-hmm. about and she's been a dancer. That's been her passion. And I could tell because she'd practice every night and, you know, when someone's passionate, you do better. Yeah. And that was it. And I could tell that, that was her love. And so she did good with it. And that's been her thing and soccer she does good with. And, and then my youngest one is volleyball and basketball and she's done track. And so, but it's been fun to, Kelby, you're going to have so much fun with yours. I mean, (laughs) it's, it's been fun to see their progression and see the little wins and successes and different things in their life. And so, um, that, that's, that's, that's a lot of fun. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That makes sense. See, Jaden is the more tan of your daughters. So it makes <laughs> sense that that's why she was born. That's why she is because she was born in Florida, of course. <laughs> right. Of course. Yes. You're right. I did not know the Florida story. I honestly, while you were telling that story, I was like, okay, so you move back. Somehow you find a way to move back to Iowa. All right. And then you say, and so we went to Florida. I'm like, what? Like, I did not expect that. Yeah, you're right. Cool. Yeah. Oh. So you moved the floor for two years. That's awesome. I bet you. You probably weren't. She probably wasn't even unpacked. Oh, so
1: it probably wasn't the only
0: no. To pack up, you
1: know. Right. We 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 were barely barely. She was probably barely unpacked. Right. And um, yeah. One of those moments in life that you know that yeah that you uh, go through and it's just. Uh, but we had we had a lot. I mean, that was that was great. Lo- loved, mm-hmm. loved it down there. Um but just uh um got to you know i my, you know I went all the way to Key West and right. you know, went up to Orlando and all, you know all over did you surf at all no, I did surf you know did a lot of i did some deep sea fishing and Ooh, okay yeah, cool, cool. yeah, that type of stuff, and we uh we had a ton of visitors, so we you know we we got to uh you know we ended up getting a pass to this wildlife park into the uh you know sea aquarium and and we mm-hmm. take people we were kind of like tour guides. So we'd take them all over to the best spots in Florida. Right. Or, or if they want to go out to eat of where to guide them and yeah. you know, we'd go to a place called Billy swamp safari and we ride the doom buggies and ride the airboats. and um, you, you know, just, uh, yeah, it, it, it was, it was good. It, was, it yeah. was fun.
0: Props to Jody for being like, all right, let's do this. Let's, let's go. Like, <laughs>
1: you're, you're right about that. The only you thing your folks did is you hey, like you're planning on coming back sometime. Right. <laughs> so it, uh, yeah. So we will at some point. Yeah.
0: Um, gosh, I was going to say one other thing. Um,
1: when you, so
0: they, they kind of cleaned house. So you, were, it, it's interesting. You wanted to climb the corporate ladder. All right. You want to go as fast yep. as you could and then you get a job and what do they do? They wipe out corporate. Yeah. You know, that had to be like a, I don't know. That would just kind of shake
1: me a little bit. Like, Whoa, I didn't like, you're not safe. Even if you're corporate kind of, you know, <laughs> no, you're, you're right. That, that was really, um, that, that did shake me. It's yeah. That tough, right. That was a, that was a, a tough moment to go through and kind of an eerie feeling where, yeah. you know, like the one district manager is sitting beside me down there, right. Home headquarters mm-hmm. and they call him and, and boom, he's done. Yeah. They let him go. And then I go in and you don't know if you're gonna have a job or you're not. All right. Because people are getting axed. And um that's uh, you know, I was thank I was thankful that they recognized and that I, you know, that I they recognized it enough that you know they want to keep me around and, and um but it was um yeah, it was one of those it was it, it was stressful. Yeah. Did they ever
0: go into detail why what why they kept you and nobody else?
1: Um, you know what? just like yeah. you or what? Yeah, yeah. You know, not, just they, they just said they, you know, that uh, you know, um heard some really good things, you know, that I'd done some really good things for the company. And um they they felt that I would be the best person or the position to go down to Florida and, and handle these accounts. So um you know that part that part felt good that they you know, that obviously I did enough to, to, that they felt that way, but I will tell you, it does show you though, back to the uh, ups and downs in different Mm -hmm. things in life. It it does show you, I mean, things can change very quick. Yeah. I I mean, just, you know, very quick and, um, and you don't know, sometimes you have control and sometimes you don't. And that's the one thing with a sport and sports, Mm -hmm. I felt like probably had set times more control in wrestling because of, you know, um, you're, you're working on the craft and like, you know, um, can you outwork somebody? Can you train harder? Can you, can you mentally go through where here? I'm like that. I worked really hard and I gave it my all and did it, you know, did everything you could, but like ultimately, uh, um, there's, you don't always have control. Mm Mm-hmm out here like just because you work hard doesn't mean that it guarantees whatever right because you don't always have control of everything but i do venture to say this is that you you know for anybody yeah, you know young kid you know as a person gets older whatever you know i do think that work ethic and the harder you work gives you a greater chance to have success and gives you a greater chance to Um, at things, Mm -hmm. right? Doesn't always mean it'll happen or it's a guarantee, but like it it gives you a greater chance and an opportunity maybe to do that. And then the other thing for me, the change in life is when I came back, you know, mentally I took a different mindset then because I wanted to be a VP of sales and I want to climb and willing to do whatever um, because of goal setting and things like that. But I just, at the end of the day, when I had my family, then all of a sudden things changed. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, you know, how do you have more of a balance? Yeah. Right. So you can, uh, you can, uh, you know, give, give all to your family, but also give all to, yeah. You also do, you know, the job at the same time. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, you know, um, you know, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to be gone all the time right. or, or that just, so, yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I was thinking when you were, you know, when you were talking, you, you can't control maybe the outcome as much as you want, but you can control how hard you work and that's what you were controlling. And yeah, it led to them then keeping you, you know, on not saying that the other group, other people didn't work hard either, you know, but you did, you worked hard and fortunately it was recognized. So that's something you can control. So it just boils down to control ultimately what well, you can control and you can control how hard you work, whether it was wrestling or whether it was at that job,
1: you know? Yeah. You're you're right about that. You know? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, aim, this has been great. I appreciate you jumping on here, you know, chatting for a couple hours about about wrestling and life. I think there's, there was just a lot to unpack here that I think is very, we, I think you did a great job of meshing them together, you know? Yeah. So, well,
1: Well, I think, thank you, Kelby. I, Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you having me on the podcast here too. I just, uh, I think that, uh, you know, as time's gone on, I, that's why I think back on my experiences and with with wrestling, what it means to me. And it means it's meant the world. I mean, out of all the sports I did, it had the greatest impact on me, Mm -hmm. but I, uh, but I think like there's, you you know, you go through different transitions in your life Mm -hmm you know, and, um, moments. And, um, I think that, uh, you you, you know, there is so much correlation. That's why I kept correlating back because there is, there's so much correlation between it just Mm -hmm. in a different way.
0: Thanks again for listening to this episode of the let's talk wrestling podcast. Special thanks to my guest, Jeremy Newhouse, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me, cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill, Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and my brand new Facebook page to hear more of my content. And don't forget, check out my website at letstalkwrestlingpodcast.my.canva.site. And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest
3: of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Take care. See you next time.